Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Uh, it's time for another episode of Barely Adequate. This is Chris. And I am Jay. That's right. Another episode of the show that you love to not listen to. How are you doing, Chris? Well, not bad, not bad. It's post-Halloween. It's starting of November, and it's also time for me to uh, <laughs> get back on track with many a thing. So. Ah, right on. All right. Well, what are we talking about this week, sir? Well, uh, main thing uh, we we didn't have a lot to talk about this week. We we found out as we were doing our show preparation, but um, I stumbled upon something quite entertaining last night on Fight Pass. Uh, freaky fights with Forrest. Ah, uh, I was wondering what that guy's been up to. He kind of dropped off the face of the earth after a while, didn't he? He's been him and uh, Chuck Liddell have been coaches on the new season of uh, Ultimate Fighter Latin America. Really? Yes. That's some interesting choices for the coaches for the Latin American version. <laughs> I know, but at least they're keeping them busy. So uh, I don't. I didn't realize either of them were Latin. I mean, well, yeah. why not, right? <laughs> well, if they can do a Kale Sonnen in Brazil, just a piss well, yeah, off. that <laughs> that that there's ulterior motives for that one, obviously, <laughs> though. It's like, who's, who can we pick that the Brazilian people really, really, really hate? Let's use Cheryl Sonnen. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know why they pick one like Silva the other, uh, as the other coach, because, you know, that's... I don't know. I guess if you want to put crazy in crazy, that's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looked like uh, I kind of plowed through these fights last night. Because they show all the fights in their entirety, but uh, it, to look at it now, it was... I don't, I, hadn't checked my emails for a little bit but <laughs> well, well it gives a little bit of background when you say freaky fights with forest so what are you talking about what's the concept uh, of the show yeah on uh fight pass they were doing kind of a countdown to halloween uh with the eight freakiest weirdest odd fights uh that they could find or at least in their opinion and uh you'd be it by weird endings or weird matchups or whatever and uh with forrest griffin kind of just being a a host, not much of a host, because it's just like they present a fight, and Forrest would have like about thirty, uh, thirty seconds or so of uh, you know promoting it, hinting at it, and then saying you know who the who the actual fight is, and then they would show the fight. And so you got stuff from Pride, from Bushido, from uh, event organizations I'd never even heard of, as well as some UFC. But uh, the number eight fight. Uh, was uh, I cannot remember the. I wish I could have the actual. I can't find a link that has the actual info for each of the fights, but it was a some uh, luchador wrestler fighting Krokop. 
Oh, Jesus. That doesn't sound like it's going to go well for the for the Luchador wrestler. Yeah, when he cut Crow Cop's shin right across the top of his head and just kind of sat down in the corner and didn't get back up, that was a quick <laughs> quick two minutes of fight. But uh, as, as Forrest was pointing out, saying, wearing a mask, limiting his peripheral vision, how do you think this is going to end? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, let's see. Well, okay, well, I found it easy enough. Uh you found the list, the names of the fights? Oh, yeah, yeah. The very first, the very first okay. thing I found. What, well, what uh, are you at? Uh, UFC, UFC TV category freaky fights with Forrest. That's the it's the thing to right. watch them. Yeah, that's what I right. got. That's what that's right. what I'm on. But it just gives a a description of the fights. It doesn't actually say who's in the fights. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Well, it's just, that's all we need is a description, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we can sound like the buffoons that we are. And what what was that guy's name again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, of the eight, which one was? Uh, yeah, I assume you watched all eight of them. Yep, yep. Which one was the most entertaining for you? Um, number six was actually the most entertaining. Number seven was uh, Minimal Man against uh, Giant Silva. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah which, when Minimal Man threw one knee to his head after he got him on the ground, and Giant, Giant Silva started tapping like mad. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't really seem like a, more, a fair fight, but in the reverse way. I mean, yes. if you know who Mineral Man is, and you know who Giant Silva is, it's like you knew how that fight was going to go in the first place. I mean, yeah. being large doesn't do you any good if you don't know how to fucking fight. I can yeah. attest to that myself. Yeah, because Mineral Man, the opening opening of it is Mineral Man found his range, did a forward roll, got him into a knee bar that ended up taking it to the ground, and he got on top, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it didn't, didn't end well for Giant Silva. No, no. But, but number six was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever, I have seen, and I'm laughing as I'm watching this because it looked like it was in a bar somewhere. <laughs> but but you had uh, Pat Militich, uh, Tony, is it Tony Fricklin? Oh, and um, another guy who I didn't quite recognize, but they made it seem like he just came out of the crowd. But another legendary fighter. But in the other corner, you had Matt Hughes. Uh, Chen's Pulver and uh, some guy named Hansen, and it was a six-man submission tag match. <laughs> and it's a real fight, isn't something staged? No, it was it was actual. the The rules they had for the tag was the opponent, uh, whoever tagged out, has five seconds to get out of the ring. So you'd have guys go in and you know get like a bulldog headlock. They'd be in the corner, tag tag one of their teammates, and that person jumps in goes for a knee bar or an ankle lock or it'd be vice versa that you got someone in the ankle lock or knee bar and they'd reach out tag the other person the other person would jump on the on the guy's head and get him out and you know let go of the leg and get out after his five seconds and then it would get, when it would get to the point where someone's almost tagged it would be just like a wwe match but all of a sudden you got six guys just in this freaking biggest nastiest game of twister you ever seen <laughs> just rolling around in the ring it makes you wonder at what point when people think of stuff like this, do they actually think it's going to be a good idea? It's like, yeah, this will work out well. There won't be any issues with this. <laughs> well, surprisingly, it ended up being uh, Matt Hughes and Chen's Pulver's team uh, won uh, two out of three. They got two, three. They got two taps, and I think they got both of them off of Pat Militich. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah it's, I, it's one of those freaky things. If you can, I'm sure this is a video out there somewhere on YouTube, because really, it looks it. It's a four-corner ring in a bar, is all I can say. It looks like a hard rock cafe or something, but 
or an attempt at a hard rock cafe, but a little bit more country. I, I right, really right, don't know right. how to describe this location. <laughs> and the video quality is not the greatest. It looks like some right. local access television or something. So definitely uh, check it out. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, let's see. Well, since we're still on the... Uh, well, number um, f- oh, number five. That was the good one. It was uh, Big Nog and uh, Bob Sapp. Oh, once again. Yeah, you know, that well that's one of those things. But you know, people make a big joke about Bob Sab, but Bob Sab at one point was a bad motherfucker before yeah. he decided to start mailing it in. Um I mean you don't beat Ernesto Hoost. I'm saying his name wrong, I'm sure, but you don't beat that guy uh if you're you don't close. know what you're doing. Uh yeah, I mean, you know, he Bob Sapp's a big motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He's he's athletic. He's pretty quick. Cardio. Right, he's pretty quick for his size. Well, he fought. He used to have decent cardio too. He fought like multiple round fights. Sure. Uh, the issue being, he just mails it in now. He doesn't. He's you know he got near the end of his career, got tired of being punched, uh, didn't want had made it without any major injuries and wanted to end his career that way. And he decided that if he wasn't gonna didn't look like he was gonna win in the first thirty seconds or so in the fight, he was gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> and as quickly as possible. So, you know, he basically made a mockery of his own career, but he made an extra uh, million or two dollars doing it. So, you know, who's who's really the laughing about it, really? Yeah. Plus he was in uh uh one of my favorite cheesy movies of all time, uh Electra. <laughs> you remember that movie? Yeah, and it yeah. didn't watch it all. No, you, you didn't I got 20 it, minutes right? into that movie, and I said, fuck that. Oh, so you didn't even see Bob Sapp, did you? Apparently not. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. He uh, plays one of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a cool scene in the movie where someone shoots him through the door with uh, a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Right, the door opens, and you can see him just brushing the uh, shotgun pellets off of his chest. <laughs> yeah, spoiler, uh, uh, Electra kills him with a tree. A big fucking tree. <laughs> like, she drops a tree on him. Yeah. Uh. And that doesn't necessarily kill him, but he just doesn't get up after that point, yeah. so who knows. But yeah, um, I like Bob Sapp. He's he's yeah. a funny guy. He's made a, a good career yeah, out of... he's a great uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. And, he, well, he heck, he made a career out of uh, being silly on Japanese commercials, if nothing else. That's true. Have you ever seen his uh, his uh, Japanese TV uh, commercial for pizza? I think I have. Oh, it, it's classic. Folks, go look up Japanese... Go look up Bob Sapp pizza. I think that's all you have to put in, really, and that, that will bring you to the, what, the link. Let's find out. Let's see, Bob. Sap. Well, he's searching for that. I can talk about number four. Oh yeah, that's all it took. Yeah. <laughs> La Pizza. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about number four. I'm I'm gonna watch this. <laughs> <laughs> number four was uh, a Sumo versus Strongman. That you had a Yokozuna against uh, Nathan Jones, who I forgot he's gone on to do movies and other stuff as well as some pro wrestling. The most wanted man in Australia after he supposedly broke out of his prison cell by bending the bars. Who's this now? I'm sorry, I was watching Bob Nathan Jones. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's done more acting in pro wrestling than MMA because uh, when you've got a sumo who pins you down by just throwing his 450 pounds on top of you. I mean, you got Sumo 450-6-7 and Nathan Jones at about 300 and uh, 6-6. But the sumo, well, that depends on who you up. ask. Yeah. Sumo according according to the, the internet, he's 7 foot tall and weighs 351 pounds. Well, yeah. He, <laughs> might, he might now. Steroids will do that to a guy. But, at 6 inches? <laughs> who knows? I'm watching this shit at 2 in the morning. I didn't keep track of all the numbers. 
But the sumo actually uh, got him into a uh, Americana. <laughs> Tapped him out with that one. Oh, really? A sumo got him into Americana, huh? Yep. And then number three, number three was one I totally forgot about. It was one of those weird freaking fights that you have a uh, 600-pounder against a little Japanese dude. Well, not, not little. He's about 200 pounds of his own. But the way that the guy submitted him was laying on top of him that he smothered him with his belly. Oh, I think I've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to, that's a good way to submit somebody. Yeah. You can't breathe. You're not fighting. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. All right. Enough that? of these silly fights, what? man. Let's talk no, about they, actual MMA. But you got to talk about number one. Number one's the uh, one that everybody loves to watch. It's still one of the greatest be? 10 minutes to watch. Mm. Don Fry against, uh, uh, Yamada. Oh, that wasn't an that wasn't even an MMA fight. That was just a fun game. That was just a fun game of punch face. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. Well, I'm going to punch you in the face. No, I'm going to punch you in the face. No, I'm going. Okay, let's both punch each other in the face. And that's pretty much what it was. What was the other? Oh, that yeah, was the butter. that was the entire fight. You know, but, punch, 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 punch. Yeah, well, he's you know practically. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a skilled guy, but he's pretty much a freak show fight in everything he does. Yeah, it was a freak show fight. Yeah, two. 300 plus pounders going at it <laughs> but it was, it was entertaining it was about an hour altogether of all the fights and at least it wasn't just the highlights and how they ended it actually showed the entire fights that's always a, a plus right right all right let's uh move on to other mma stuff uh let's see just like looking what? over the internet stuff what do you follow bellator at all i want to but i just i, I lost track of a lot of bellator for the longest time because i didn't have it available to watch. Okay, so, well, these are all UFC names I'm going to use. Uh, they're, they're just fighting they're Bellator. Bellator now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I noticed uh, an article, uh, I think it came out yesterday or today, uh, about Paul Daly and how he says he doesn't want to fight uh, Josh Koscheck again. Instead, he'd rather fight Rory McDonald, hmm. which I think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, granted, I can see why he doesn't want to fight Josh Koscheck because unless Koscheck just went terribly terribly long downhill in the last year or two which is possible um the fight's going to go exactly the same way mr no takedown defense is going to get his ass taken down and, and smothered for three rounds yeah um on the other hand rory mcdonald will fuck up this guy <laughs> you know uh i think i think i'm pretty sure he wants to fight him because he thinks rory, rory mcdonald will stand on his feet with him and, and you know trade trade with him mm-hmm. um and and paul daly is a really good striker um Problem being, I don't think he can knock out Rory McDonald. Uh, I've seen Rory McDonald take some ridiculous fucking shots and keep on going. I think uh, basically what will happen is uh, Paul Daly will just light up Rory McDonald until he gets tired, and then Rory McDonald will take over in the second half of the match and just fucking fuck his shit up. I don't think either of those fights are a good uh, fight for that guy. I agree. What do you think? I agree. All right. Well, geez, that, that makes for, that makes me happy, but it doesn't really make much for a uh, for a, a podcast. All right. Uh, moving on. Because <laughs> again, this uh, is an area see. where you've done more research than I have. Uh, did you, you see that uh, Ronda Rousey says that uh, Amanda Nunes is definitely one of my last fights? <laughs> yeah. She. I mean, she hasn't even fought yet. She's already talking how you know, she's almost done. She's only got a couple fights left in her. So in other words, which means I assume she's got a lot. of Met- T-Mobile's been Metro- paying pretty well, yeah. yeah. Metro PCS is not paying as well anymore, so. Right. I'm assuming it's paying really well, because I'm, you know, either that or she get a lot of money in the bank, because uh, she's not making a career off of her fucking acting, I'll tell you that much. 
you know, uh, Ronda Rousey is one of those people that I'm um, just a big disappointment for me. I was a big fan of her uh, for years and years. Uh, I felt like uh, I felt like an MMA hipster because I started following her before she was even even in Strike Force. I got a tip on yeah, on her before she, when she was still doing amateur shit. And uh, you know, back in the day, I, she actually even responded to tweets of mine because she didn't have a whole bunch of followers. And all of a sudden, she blows the fuck up. I'm like, yeah. That's right. I knew her before she was famous. Yeah, you know, right up, right up until a fight or two before the uh, Holly Holmes fight. In which case, I was like, yeah, I knew her before she was famous, and when she wasn't a dick. <laughs> now she's kind of a dick, but uh, no, I still like her. Well, goddamn, she said that. Well, no, maybe you took that out of context. Oh, she did that. Well, uh, everyone can have a bad day. Oh, she said that. Oh, fuck her. <laughs> Basically, once she started going off on Holly Holmes, I was like, okay, come on, dude. You're you're dissing someone whose nickname is the Preacher's Daughter because because mm-hmm. she really is a Preacher's Daughter and she straight up acts like one. I mean, uh, very very disappointing. That's all I can say. So I don't really care that she's coming back in. I think it's November or December. I believe it's December actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I think she's probably going to kick this chick's ass. Uh, uh, Holly Holm had pretty much the, the perfect game plan to, for beating her, and I don't think anyone's going to reproduce that. Uh, yeah. At least not anyone named uh, Chris Cyborg. Yeah. Who, who will use a completely different game plan, by the way, but uh, which, one which I think will probably be just as effective. You know, the knock her head clean off of her shoulders a strategy, which works rather well, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing on that one either, huh? What? I'm I'm letting you talk, dude. Oh, okay, okay. Am, well, what do you I think? I'm agreeing sir? with your opinions. I, I, well, damn it, dude. That makes for a boring fucking show. Disagree with me. <laughs> okay, I'll lie. You're shit. You don't know what the hell you're talking about, man. Because there's no there. I can't even fake supporting Ronda Rousey. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Holly good. Holmes was the disappointment for me. That I mean, oh, I'm, I'm happy to see what she did, but wow, I did not. It, I really did not expect Misha to take her. I knew Misha had a good chance, but I did not expect it to go that easily. Well, that's, I mean, it wasn't, I wouldn't call it that easy. Holly Holm basically won four and a half rounds of that fight, but she decided she, the problem with Holly Holm is she's not really an aggressive fighter. She's more of a counter striker and kind of a points fighter. So she she decided to to play it safe, uh, try to avoid takedowns and just score points, which is why she won pretty much every single round. Uh, unfortunately, if you give someone 25 minutes to take you down, there's a good chance eventually they're going to do it. And, and the one thing you'll say about Misha Tate, she's good at, uh, way better on the ground than Holly Holm. And once she got her down, she actually got her down twice. The first time Holly Holm managed to get up again, which gave her confidence to keep on point fighting. And, mm-hmm. you know, jokes are out 30 seconds before the end of round five, and fucking there you go. It didn't surprise me at all that Misha Tate got beat the fuck out the next, the next her very next fight. Yeah. Um she doesn't do well with really super aggressive people, and which is what Amanda Nunes definitely is. Uh, the only thing that surprised me about that fight was uh, Amanda Nunes had way more of a gas tank than I expected her to have. Normally she's super aggressive in the first couple minutes, and if that doesn't do it, she's done. Well, then again, it was kind of a short fight, so I, right. maybe that proves my point. Well, what's your, what's your opinion, though, on... Uh, uh, looking through articles here on Bloody Elbow, trying to find other things we can venture onto his topics as well as the whole rumor of Fedor's going to come back. I, yeah. No. <laughs> you, know what, you, know what, you know who I heard he's going to fight? Who? Matt Mitrione. <laughs> I could see Meat taking that one. Yeah, that would no, that'd be a really interesting fight and it really depends on which Fedor we get. Yeah. Uh, 
because I suspect the Mitchell Owens will, was going to mess him up. Yeah, uh, Mitchell Owens a little on the little on the older faded side himself. He is thirty seven, but as we all know, heavyweights tend, tend to last a little bit longer because speed's not quite the factor that it is with some of the lighter classes. Uh, however, uh, Fedor. I don't know. He's hot and cold. I've seen uh, in his last five fights, two of them he looked like shit. One of them he looked, uh, two of them he looked okay, and one of them looked pretty goddamn good. Uh, so it really depends on which Federer you get. He, you know, he's always a threat. Any, pretty much any heavyweight's always a threat at this point because you know all it takes is one good shot. Right. Uh, but I really don't think he's got anything for Meat. I think Meat's going to uh, control control the match pretty handily and probably knock him out in the second round. Yeah. I'd... Yeah, it is. You get with the older guys like this that it's it's hit and miss on what you're going to get unless you know you're Dan Henderson or some of the some of the rare exceptions to the the aged fighters these days. Some of them still get that one punch power, but again, their chins have gotten weak enough that it only takes one punch to drop them versus a series. Right, right. Unless you're Dan Henderson. Yeah. Uh, um, we actually have speaking fights of, this weekend. We do. Uh, Goddamn, it's been like forever and a day. Oh, but before we move on, speaking of Fedor, his uh, crazy, um, scary brother is getting out of jail. <laughs> I mean, you know, fucking Alex. At a, I can't never pronounce their last name. Uh, but yeah, but brother Alex is fucking, you know, uh, getting let out. That's just a, you know. It, as dangerous as Federer is, his brother is not as good a fighter, but he's a way scarier person. Uh, I can, yeah. I've seen pictures of him where he just looks like he'd kill you for five cents. Yeah. yeah. And and since he's uh, and since he was arrested for I think uh, sexual assault and stuff like that, it proves just how fucked up he is. Uh, but the, he you know he's he got a five year sentence, and after serving a year and a half, he's being let out for good behavior, and he expects to fight later on this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh- it wouldn't. And that's all I got to me. say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but anyways, yeah, we were talking about fights uh, this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, we haven't yeah. had to make picks in forever. Yeah, I know. I kind of forgot we were doing that. Uh, and so if I remember correctly, yeah. Uh, it, oh yeah, it's that asshole Tony Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. Kukui. Kukui. That guy is a jackass. I mean, he's a good fighter and he's fun to watch. Uh, uh-huh. But he can't open his mouth up without sticking his fucking foot in it you know and not just dumb just like ass he says he says ridiculous assholeish things you know? yeah um plus i i've never been a fan of him since uh, the season in ultimate fighter when he got drunk and turned into a, i was actually rooting for him he was one of my favorite people on that show right up until he uh, got really drunk and turned into a dick yeah he's told about tend it. to do that on the show yeah yeah i told you the stories about uh uh about what he what he did on the show right right yeah, where's your son at, man? Where's your son, dude? You're a dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and he, but he's fighting Rafa, uh, Dos Santos, Rafael. so that re- that should be a really interesting fight. Uh, I'm assuming Dos Santos is going to school him. It, it, uh, it's one of those I I see it's uh, it'll go to decision in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, I think Dos Santos will school him unless Dos Santos has had his spirit broken by losing the belt. <laughs> Or is he more determined now? Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, the rest of the card is meh. I mean, oh, it's it's a yeah. whole shitload of meh after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Diego Sanchez is always a fun fight, but he's fighting a nobody. Yeah, he's a pl- uh, but, yeah, but Diego's actually a plus twenty two. Really, <laughs> a uh, plus two twenty. I mean, well, he is. You know, he is getting up there. His his best years of yelling yes are behind him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
then uh, then a couple a couple medium names Lamas I know who, and uh, Olivia I know Olivera who, yeah Olivera I know who they are obviously right Mega um, Madoff no, I see I've never heard of that dude I know who I've heard of uh, Delarouche uh, Del- I can never say these names right but anyway I've heard of him yeah yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's a friend of Roxy, so I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to root for her, but I'm kind of ambivalent about plus it. Plus, it is an underdog. How much of an underdog? Yeah. Oh, plus 350. Oh, man, that's fairly serious. Yeah. And the names just go downhill from there. It looks yeah. like it looks like a good, uh, it looks like a good card for betting, because there's tons of underdogs. Smiling and, uh, Sam Alvey. Oh, see, that's a fun one. See, he's he, always fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see, we also can, have, can yeah, we go he's ahead fighting. And, can we go ahead and say now what the most entertaining thing will be of this fight? His his wild and crazy post fight well, interview. Actually, I should say the whole card. What'll be the most entertaining thing of this whole card? Yeah, probably his post fight interview. No, Lice Theodoro's no? Twitter commentary. Oh, <laughs> I like chatting with the Spartan when he's when he's doing his running commentary. He uh he uh he's on that uh, internet forum that I hang out on the MMA community. That's cool. I believe, I believe so. I, let me double check. I think they just did a, a question and answer with them not too long ago. Nice. Uh, let's see. They they are they do archive those. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, that was that was the latest one. They did that on August twenty fourth. It was a video Q and A. Mostly they mostly they talked about his hair. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he seemed like a cool guy. Uh, let's see. Who else do they have fighting? Oh, a whole bunch of people I don't give a shit, shit about. Joe Soto is way down low on the yeah. card, too. Yeah. Man, well, how the mighty has fallen. That's where it's been a bit deceptive now with the way they place some of the fights in the card. Because you know that, that Sam Alvey fight's got to be the anchor fight for the fight past prelims. Yeah, I would assume so, yeah. That well, the entire thing, uh, it's a fight night. Uh, I think the entire thing is going to be on, what, Fox Sports oh, 1 or something like that? Oh, well, it's a yeah. fight night. It's it's not right. even a it's Fox Sports fight night. So it's either going to be on Fox Sports 1 or it's going to be all uh, a fight pass from start to finish. Yeah, I, didn't, I actually didn't double-check on that. Let me yeah, yeah. pull that up. Now, the, now of course, that's in the, the next one is the big one. Oh, God, yes. 2.05, 11 days, 2 hours, and 22 minutes from now, folks. Let's talk about that card. Three that card's worth talking about. And well, three title fights and how many fights with the with the former champions in it? Okay, let's let's mm-hmm. just do it this way. Eddie Alvarez versus Conor McGregor. Okay. Two title belt. Two two uh champions, right? Mm-hmm. Tyrone Woodley versus Stephen Tom- Thomas. That makes it three champions. Mm-hmm. Joanna Jursic versus Carolina uh Waka Waka Waka. Uh <laughs> that makes it four awesome. champions, all right? Donald, the first, okay, now we get to the first one that doesn't. Donald Cerrone versus Kevin Gaston, which is still an awesome fight, right? Too now you get to yeah, I got now you get down to Romero. Uh, now you got Chris Weidman and Yaro Romero. Now you've got five either champions mm-hmm. or formal champions. Then Misha Tate versus Raquel Pennington. That's mm-hmm. six. Uh, then you've got uh, the Frank Eagle Edgar who never and fights. Um, no, and Michael Johnson. Okay, so and then under that Frank Yanger and Frank Yanger was he? Yeah, he was a champion, wasn't he? I can't remember if he was a champion or an interim champion. Interim, I think. Okay, well, that counts. That's six. Yeah. Uh, Tim Kennedy versus Rashad Evans. That's seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Bosch versus Grafell Nadal. No. Jim Willer versus Sal Galgas. That's still a good fight. Uh, let's see. Yeah, seven former champions or current champions. That is pretty fucking impressive. And basically, looking over the entire thing, there's only one fight. I One... 
two only two fights I don't really care about in the entire fucking card, and mm-hmm. and that's really impressive because there's always a couple I don't give a shit about, like the Bilal Muhammad versus uh, Victor Luque. I don't care about that, um, and the Tim Bosch versus Raffle Nadal. I don't really care about that. I even care. I, I mean, I even care about the Liz Carmochi versus Caitlin Chugarian. You could help me with these names, by the way. <laughs> no, it's more entertaining watching you listen to you stumble. Uh, okay, that one I'm not. Okay, so three, three of them I'm not all that interested in. Jim Miller versus Cial Alvarez is will be, will be a lot of fun. Um, Tim Kennedy versus Rashad Evans will be a lot of fun. I'm really rooting for Rashad. I've always been a good fan, and while I really respect Tim Kennedy, I don't like him. Which is a really weird position for me to be in. I, it's very rare that I respect somebody, but I don't like him. You know, I right. respect everything he's done. Uh, I can't stand the guy. He's so fucking alpha male. Like, oh, so look at me. I'm a army ranger. Oh, I've got death threats from Al Qaeda. Yeah, because you fucking put yourself out there, dude. I could get death threats from Al Qaeda if I fucking said the shit that you said. <laughs> yeah. Um, then Frankie Edgar versus Jeremy Stevens. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Kabid Nervangagama versus Michael Johnson will be interesting because, if nothing else, the Eagle, which is what I'm going to call him from now on, never fucking fights because he gets hurt before every single fight, but yet wants, but yet cries and whines and bitches that he's not getting a title shot. It's like, yeah. come on, dude. <laughs> How many? You, you Let's see. One. He has last fight was 2014. April Shit. 2014. Yeah. So come on. You know. Oh, I've got a win over, over the formal champion. Yeah. Come on. You know. Then after that was September of 2013. May of 2013 and January of 2013. So his last four fights, three of them were in 2013. So, you know, I, I don't want to hear him bitching about not getting the title fight just because the last person he beat was the former champion, DeSantos. Yeah, I still you know, that, that brings up that question, though, too, for me, too, because I didn't like it, especially when, you know, he just got out of prison. So, hey, let's give him a title fight with John Jones. But for the whole thing, too, of... You know, Ronda just now coming back, and she's immediately getting a shot at the title. Right, right. Now, who who are you talking about that uh, got out of prison and immediately got a title Jones. shot? John oh, Jones. did he get out of prison? Yes, he did. Did he even go to jail? He had a year and a half sentence or something off he, of that. He can, no, John Jones, John Jones never went to prison. I think, I don't know, you were smoking something. on the probation or whatever? Yeah. But still, he was convicted. He is a convict. Let's see what the internet says. Ex-champ John Jones avoids jail time, gets probation okay. yeah, from following his run. Yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, he was still convicted. Yeah, still I mean, I a... I try not to pay atten- attention to that sort of stuff. I don't think that people's personal lives, for the most part, should affect their professional life. I mean, that's that's kind of uh, my color correlation of my entire you know with artists, you know, separating the right. art from the artist. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know why. Why we're talking about all this? We could just look at Misha Tate for a while. Hold on a second. Let me click on this picture. Yep, Misha Tate. <laughs> yep, Misha Tate. Okay, I'm sorry. What were we talking yeah. about? Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. See, then, that's yeah, your, that was your hipster moment you had with Ronda Rousey. I had my my hipster moment was Misha Tate because I got to see her get her nose broken in amateur in her final amateur fight. So. <laughs> That's right. She is from your area. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. There's rumors that she broke up with her boyfriend. Man, here's your big chance. Oh God, no! Come on, <laughs> come on, dude. You know you, your wife wouldn't even mind, dude. That'd be. I'm yes, sure you would. have her. I'm sure you have her on your list. You know, nope, your, your, hall, your hall pass. She's nope. not on your hall pass list. Nope. Or, or are you saying you don't have a hall pass list? 
Well, in my mind, I may have one, but she's not on it. I'm, really? not go- okay. I'm not going as far as Chandler and, and you know, laminating my wish list, but <laughs> there's a yeah. callback for anybody who ever watched Friends. Yeah, there you go. And let's see. Yeah, so but that's that's going to be a good fight. Uh, fighting uh, Michael Johnson, who, even though he's an underdog, I'm pretty sure there's he's a chance. He's fighting today. Michael Johnson. No, we're back, we're back to the Eagle thing again. Yeah. That's our second. That would be a fun fight, wouldn't it? <laughs> That'd be interesting. Uh, okay, well let's do you know let's make this all MMA. Let's go from the top sure. to the bottom of the list and call it a day. All right. Okay. okay. Eddie Alvarez versus Conor, Conor McGregor. I want to see Eddie win, but I have a feeling Conor will. All Conor's got is really you know one thing. He's got striking, not even that much of a striking, just a really good left hook. You know. Um, I want him to lose so goddamn bad, but well, I do fuck too. It. But I know, like you said, the way the way uh, MMA fights have been going lately, it wouldn't surprise me in the least bit if he won. Um, mm-hmm. Just just because fucking karma doesn't always work. Um, I think uh, if Eddie Alvarez is smart, he'll just take him down and school him because he's got way better wrestling and submissions than he does. But then again, so did Nate Diaz. But Nate Diaz, while he's an awesome fighter, has zero fight IQ. <laughs> he lets his pride get in the way of shit way too much. Mm-hmm. That, that their second fight, there's no way that should have went like that. Nate has the skills to beat Connor pretty easily, and he didn't do it. Um, let's see, Tyrone Wardley versus Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. This yeah. one's a hard one for me. Um, I'm not a big fan of Tyrone Woodley. He's one of those people that, uh, that freaking a lot of his things he talks about and his choices make turn me off. For one thing, sitting out and waiting for his title shot, didn't, I was not, not a big fan of that. Uh, I realize anything can happen, but if you truly think you're the champion, you should probably take whatever fights I handed to you. Instead of saying, no, I, did, I earned my title shot. I'm, I'm not going to uh, fight until I get it. Uh, then a lot of his racial overtones I'm not a big fan of. He makes a big deal of his race. And yes, is there prejudice? Yes, is there racism? Uh, does, does, did it affect his career? Not anywhere to the degree that he thinks it did. Um, that being said, uh, while I'm a big fan of Wonder Boy, although at this point he really should be called Wonder Man. He's not even close to being boy anymore. Um, but then he couldn't walk out to Tenacious D. <laughs> Well, Wonder Man's probably going to get his ass kicked. Uh, I don't think his style matches up really well to Woodley. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wonder Man has, is very much an outside fighter. You know, he's got lots of kicks and strikes. And his his strategy is to keep people on the outside. Um, to, at welterweight, I don't think he's got the power to knock out Woodley before Woodley just drives a fucking double leg in on him, takes him down, and beats the fuck out of him. Woodley's way stronger than him. Uh, and probably has better wrestling. So I think that's probably how that's going to go. What do you think? Nah, I'm picking Wonder Boy. Really? Why? Yep. Um, I just see him out, out fighting Woodley. I see him either keeping him at range. And granted, I would need to look a little more on his numbers to see what his takedown defense percentage is. But nah, I'm I'm going with Wonder Boy. Mm, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, if you look at their uh, their wins and losses, you know, uh, Thompson does have seven KOs. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he can't KO people. Uh, and, and one submission and five decisions. Woodley has six KOs, five submissions, and five decisions. So I think I think he's just got more tools to win. Yeah, that's why we will fight the fight. Yeah. Next up, Joanna Champion versus I Carolina. Carolina, 
versus Carolina fucking Polish last name. Um, this isn't going to be this is going to be a bloodbath most likely. Probably there will be a lot I of mean, elbows. There'll be a lot of elbows. A lot of a lot of cage work. <laughs> there's going to be a, there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, that that nice lot that nice blonde lady getting punched in the face by a fucking mean 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 fucking person. Joanna's from everything I understand probably actually not that nice of a person, no. um, but she's a hell of a fighter. Yeah, and now she's, she's now every... she's fighting the American top team, so she's got even more tools available to her as far as training goes. Yeah, it's ever since watching that season of The Ultimate Fighter with her, I'm like, I really don't like this woman. I I used to like, oh yeah, you know, she's kind of funny, and you know, I fight the best, Joanna Champion. But to see more of her, and I always try to chalk some of it up to editing, of course, for the Ultimate Fighter sh- series, but. Yeah, I didn't really like her as a person after watching that season. I didn't watch that season, but from everything I heard, she's kind of not a nice person. I don't want to say that too loud because I don't. I'd be really embarrassed if a hundred fifteen pound chick beat the shit out of me. Yeah, elbow <laughs> suddenly comes flying through your mic. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Joanna Champion. I think she's probably gonna be champion for quite a while. She's you know really ahead of the game compared to most of the other one fifteeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh, Next up, Romero. Oh, okay. You're going a different order than I am, but that's fine. I'm going, uh, I'm going off the odds listing on the UFC page. Oh, I'm going by the MMA thing, the oh. MMA playground uh, list. Right. Um, this doesn't look like a fair fight. No. <laughs> uh, but Chris Weedman's uh, surprised me every single fucking time. Uh, other than he doesn't even look all that imposing. Uh, from the back, he's got he's got a nice, strong looking back, which supports his uh, his wrestling. Uh, Proudness. but he doesn't look like much of a fighter to be honest with you and so i'm well, every time he wins i'm kind of amazed <laughs> you know? yeah uh and you know and he definitely has a resume fucking you know silva Machida, belfort um but fucking on paper it looks i would think Joel romero is just gonna fucking take him apart man um i'm leaning towards romero but it's that i don't know this is one of those it's hard for me to call that i see romero taking him out stylistically to look at their fights and their history. But with Weidman's, it depends on how much heart he's got and how much he's really wanting to get back at that title. Right. I definitely think Weidman has probably better cardio. I think he, I think if he can make it past the first round and a half or so, he'll probably take over the fight. Right. I'm not sure if he's going to make it out of the first round. Yeah, it's it's one of those that'll be interesting. Yeah, that's one of the, I wouldn't want to. I'm not going to put any money on that one. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, now Donald Cerrone versus Kelvin Gastrom. Mm-hmm. The the only reason this is a fight at all is because uh, Kelvin's quite a bit larger than Donald is. Right. Other than that, it's this. I expect Donald to light him the fuck up unless Donald has one of his rare brain farts. Like every four or five <laughs> fights, he decides to fucking you know gets uh, headbutted by a bull again before during, earlier in the yeah week. yeah yeah. Yeah, some, every four or five fights, something happens with his head, and he comes out and forgets. It's like he forgets that he's a badass. No. Uh, but most of the time, he just comes out and lights people up, and that's kind of what I expect is going to happen. Uh, Kelvin's Kelvin seems like a nice guy. Uh, mm. He's not a bad fighter. No. I just don't think you know, I don't think he's got what it takes to fucking take out the Cerrone. No, Cerrone, sure. Cerrone's a, Cerrone's another guy that I'm not really a big fan of him personally. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much that he says fine. He doesn't seem like a dick like some of the other people that I don't like. Uh, he just has some of his values I'm not a big fan of. 
Uh, for one thing, he's pretty alpha male. I'm not a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's definitely Texas. Woohoo! Yeah, gays suck. Woohoo! You know, uh, he's made a couple of anti-gay comments that I wasn't a fan of. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's when I stopped uh, following him on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but before that, I was always kind of sick of his, you know, alpha male. Look at me, do, do all these, you know, macho shit things. Very macho person, which I assume, you know, you don't, and you don't have to be that to, to be a, a good fighter. You know, there's lots of people that aren't like that. Mm-hmm. But I like that. You like to watch him fight. He's a hell of a fun fighter to watch. Oh, yes. And he has fought, what, like 14 times in the last three months. So Yeah. He knows a guy. He knows a guy, yeah. Uh, let's see. Who do you got next on your list? Uh, Tate and Pennington. That's going to be all Tate. Pennington's tough. That's all she's got going for her. Yeah. And Tate's tough and skilled. So that's not much. That's not going to be much of a fight. Uh, Pennington's the underdog for that, deservedly so. I'm trying to think, though, besides, you know, like maybe the first fight Tate had with Rousey. When was the last fight before that that she got as broken I mean, both possibly physically and mentally. Because even, even going in, I mean, looking at Tate before the fight started with Nunya, with Amanda, that mentally she looked like she was scared. She had a bad bad weight cut from that, from what I understand. Yeah. So that's why I'm wondering, you know, all those things playing together. But I'm trying to think of the last time that she was actually, you know, no other way to put it, destroyed. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. That wasn't a good fight for her at all. Which is a sad. I would like, I would like to have seen her at least defend defend her title. Oh once. yeah, I, I had her going at least. I had her pick. If, if I remember back, I had her picked actually winning it, but in the second round, and shit, it didn't even make it to the second. No, no. And Tate's one of those people that I is almost the exact opposite of uh, Rousey. I started off not liking Tate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just just looking at her, she, you know, she always has an expression like she just smelled her own fart and didn't like it, or um, well, which which right off, <laughs> yeah, which which right off the bat's wrong. If you don't if you don't enjoy the smell of your own farts, there's something wrong with you. Um, but yeah, she she always looked she looked arrogant. She looked like not a nice person, but and she might not be a nice person. But every she always all the interviews I've seen with her and all her talking, she portrays herself that way. And I'm yeah. a big fan of you know. Uh, going with how you portray, portray yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we've talked about that before. People say, oh, they're, they're only doing, that's just their persona. That's their public persona. They're not really like that in private. I'm like, well, that's the persona that they presented to me. I'm good. That's the persona I'm going to react to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, she, I, I've actually turned, turned it around. I'm quite a bit a fan of her now. And the fact know, that they, she's pretty doesn't hurt any. Well, for me, it's, it, one, she's, she, and it's not her fault. That's a genetic thing, but she suffers from resting bitch face. Yeah, she does. But at the same time, too, from other, either, I mean, from the, the couple seasons on Ultimate Fighter and other interviews and other things, she reminds me of one of the mean girls from like high school. Not the, not oh. the overt putting you down, but you know, like someone who's part of that clique. Right, the one who says the right things but doesn't mean them. Uh huh. But uh, I mean, to look at, and granted, again, it could be the resting bitch face that she suffers from. But there's, the words that come out of her mouth don't always match at the expression for me. And so that's uh, why there's yeah. times when I'm kind of like, are do you really mean that, or are you just being a passive aggressive bitch? No, I can totally understand where you're coming from. Because remember, I did I did say that uh, she seems to say the right things even if she doesn't necessarily mean them. Because mm-hmm. there's been lots of times where I'm like, uh, okay, well, I'm not sure if I believe what she just said, but I'm going to take it at face value. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, because at this point she's in, uh, uh, trying to think how far back it was that I saw that amateur fight, that she's been in a pro career for nearly 10 years now. Yeah. So she's yeah, got she's a little more normal. of that polish of, you know, mic time and what to say and right, the pro- right. how to do the promotion. Right. So, okay, who you got next? Uh, Frankie Edgar and Stevens. That's... Frankie Edgar's another one. I every single time I've picked against him, he's won. I don't, uh-huh. you know, fucking. I, I never think he's going to win. He doesn't. He does. He's not really imposing. I'm not impressed with his fighting skills. He just fucking goes out and wins. I don't. I don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously he's really good, but fucking, I don't. You know, he also hasn't fought much lately. So I'm, that's another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, if he was fighting someone besides Jeremy Stevens, I'd probably pick against him. I like Jeremy Stevens, uh, but fucking, I don't know. He to me, he's what you're the epitome of a mid-level fighter. Yeah, yeah, he's a gatekeeper. Right. Yeah, and he's all he's also very much win lose win lose. So and he won his last one, so he's probably due for a loss. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. probably Steve. I'm probably gonna go with Edgar on that one. I think he's got the answer for Stevens. Yeah, <laughs> I would take Edgar by by decision on that one. Okay. Who we got next? Uh, Nurmagomedov and the Eagle uh, versus. All right. Um, God, I think I think the Eagle, just despite me dogging on him, has a lot of skills. Uh, I think if Johnson takes this, it's because he's surging lately, and because even though he's only won one and lost two, but but he did win his he did win his last one, and he's been fighting a lot more recently, so. I think he might uh, beat the Eagle just because the Eagle's got a lot of ring rust. Um, that that's going to be a hard one for me to pick. Yeah, I'm. Gonna, I would be willing to go with Johnson on that after his his performance over uh, Poirier and that his last fight that he impressed me. Yeah, that was pretty good. I I picked the I picked the Diamond. No, that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah, Dustin the Diamond Poirier. Yeah, I picked him and he. And was really kind of surprised because I figured uh, that uh, Nate Diaz had stolen Michael Johnson's soul after that last fight. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the thing with Nate Diaz. When he beats you, he beats you really. I mean, he beats you bad enough that you don't ever want to go back and want to watch the fight again. Yeah, Because a lot of times when, when Nate Diaz is fighting you, you're winning against Nate Diaz for a little while. And then, and then Nate Diaz turns it around in the most humiliating, frustrating way possible. And next thing you know, you're not winning. And then you just lost. <laughs> then you're in a triangle and choke, and he's get, flipping you the double bird before you tap right. it. Right. <laughs> right. And you're sitting there going, how did I just lose? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to go with the Eagle on that one. You're going to go with Johnson, huh? Yeah. Okay, what we got next? Oh, uh, Rashad Evans and Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy is going to fucking school him. I mean, yes. I don't like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Tim Kennedy, but Rashad Evans Rashad's hasn't so fought. Past his prime. Right. He hasn't fought in 30 years. So, I mean, <laughs> pretty much. He's got I a mean, nice uh, butt groove in his chair in the studios these days. Right. His last win was in November of 2013. Mm. And then, and then in between that, he's only got one fight when he lost versus Ryan Bader, of all people. Oh, good God. Yeah. yeah. Who, uh, Who's not a bad fighter, but come on, one there again. He's he's basically you know mid level light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. I mean, goddamn, he lost to Tito Ortiz. Come on, uh, not young. So yeah, that that's gonna that's gonna be. I don't know. The only the only I I I, I, I say that, but you know what? Fucking the uh, Kennedy's last win was in April of two thousand fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both of them have a, a shitload of ring rust. Both of both of them last fought. 
Actually, when it comes right down to it, Evan has fought more recently. He lost, but he 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 fought in October of 2015. Kennedy uh, lost to uh, Romero in September of 2014. Yeah, and then he went on his big oh, I got beat by somebody in steroids. I don't want to play you. I don't want to play your game anymore. I'm going to take my bat and ball and go home. Yeah. So, uh, so you know that one's actually now I didn't realize it's been that long since Kennedy fought. Fucking. That's a little makes it a little harder to call. Uh, I think in their primes, Rashad Evans was probably a better fighter. Oh yeah, but uh, I'd, I'd have to check and see how uh, their perspective ages. Really, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Rashad Evans is black, so that does help visit the aging thing. Well, I don't call me ra- call me racist if you want. Black people age better than white people. Is it racist when you say something good? <laughs> black don't crack. Black don't crack, yeah. <laughs> That's probably still racist. I guess I'm racist. I'm sorry. Yeah, everyone's no, a little bit racist. It's true. <laughs> All right, who's next? Uh, it looks like you pronounce it Luke versus Muhammad. Luke? Oh, man, you see, uh, you're skipping around on me as far as I'm going. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't give a shit about that fight. Let's pass. Uh, smiling Sam Alvey against uh, Miller. Man, that's another rough one. Uh, Jim Miller, I uh, wait a minute. Jim Miller, he's fighting Alvarez. Uh, is there another Miller on there? Is that, is that what we're looking at? Wait a minute, go oh, sorry, I've got Alves. Not oh, shit. I was thinking of the other card. That that's oh, okay. Sam was in my head. My bad. Yeah. Um, that's one of those fights where you know Thiago Alvarez has one of the most imposing physiques in MMA. Mm-hmm. Um. But Jim Miller has got way more skills than him. Uh, assuming both of them are fighting at the top of the ability, Miller's going to school him. Yeah. I think he'll probably take him down and submit him in the first or second round. Yeah. Uh, unless, the... unless, unless his chin's gone, in which case Alvarez can still crack. So that might, might be how that goes. Right. But if you, if you look at their, if you, it, they are com- the complete opposite of each other as far as fighting styles. If you, if you look at their wins, Miller has four wins by KO and 14 submissions and nine decisions. Alvarez has 12 wins by KO, two submissions, and seven decisions. They're, they're, they're the polar opposite fighting styles. Oh, yeah. Okay, next. Uh, I feel Natal and Tim Bosch. Oh, geez, another one I don't really care about. Um, Tim Bosch has always looked like uh, he shouldn't be in the UFC. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a mean thing to say, but he, uh, he doesn't like, have having him. Yeah, he's, he's, him, him, him and Big Country could be soulmates. Right, right. Now he's now Tim Bosch, uh big country make Tim Tim Bosch looks like he's in mega good shape. But yeah, he's True. still, you know, he's never been but he's never been like uh cut. I mean and he I suppose that's a little, uh, little doughboyish. Right, right, which always made me uh question his actual commitment. Obviously he's got skills, he's in UFC, but when if at this level of fighting you should probably be all cut and low body weight and stuff. You're doing yourself a disservice. Uh, cause even fighting that, I think he fights at 185 now and looking like he does, he could probably fight at 170. Right. You know, uh, but, the, and Rafael Natal, he's a non-factor. I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> Sapo. Uh, I mean, he's been, he's been, it, it says something. If you've been fighting for that long, I don't give a shit about your fights. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who we got next? Um, last one I've got on the card is, uh, Karmush and Kukagian. Yeah. That's the one I don't care about. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I like uh, I like Karmush. Uh, Gorilla is a funny uh, uh, nickname, but other than that, you know, I'm pretty sure she'll probably win that one pretty handily. She'll you know, look at those arms. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. That's that's uh, that's all of them, isn't it? Yeah, 
Yep. And that pretty much covers our entire show. Look at that. We did a it whole does. MMA type show. Makes it for our lack of in the last few episodes. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. We got sort of a rough start to this show, but we ended strong. Ended yeah. strong, goddammit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. All right. Uh, as always, if you need to get a hold of me, uh, I'm on Twitter. Twitter is the way to get a hold of me. Uh, my Twitter handle is PassiveJ at Twitter. Uh, you can also find me at my new home for uh, MMA forum talking. That's going to be the MMA community. I've actually been there for about a year or so, but recently I've uh, picked up the pace, so to speak, and I'm hanging out there more. So look up PassiveJ there if you want to chat about pretty much anything. Uh, or you could email me. Uh, actually, don't email me. I never check that fucker. Just get a hold of me on Twitter or on that forum. Uh, you can catch me over on Twitter at underscore duckman underscore. You can check out my blog, Making It Through the Middle, over on blogger.com. And you can catch us both on the Facebook page for the podcast, uh, Barely Adequate. Uh, it's it's still there. It's still there, just like we are. How? <laughs> So uh, with that, folks, uh, I've been Chris. He's been Jay. So uh, until next time, may your week be blessed and your body mass be less. You know what? Seacrest said we're out, so we're fucking out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.